welcome to the podcast of bhagavad gita 5 verses every day today we will start from text 17 now i would like to tell you that here in the bhagavad gita text 16 to 18 is given in one single verse so i'll read the line you have to listen it that line that verse will represent text 16 17 and 18 okay let us start king yudhishthira the son of kunti blew his conch shell the ananta vijaya nakula and sahadeva blew the sughosa and mani pushpaka the great archer the king of kashi the great fighter shikhandi dhritarashtra dhritarashtra dumya dumya and virata the unconquerable satyaki drupada sons of draupadi and others o king such as the mighty arm son of subhadra all blew their respective conch shell Parpat Sanjaya informed King Dhritarashtra very tactfully that his unwise policy of deceiving the sons of Pandu and endeavoring to enthrone his own son on the seat of kingdom was not very laudable the signs already clearly indicate that the whole Kuru dynasty would be killed in that great battle beginning with the dynasty beginning with the grandsire bhishma down to the grandsons like abhimanyu and others including kings from many states of the world all were present there and all were doomed the whole caste drop was due to the king dhritarashtra because he encouraged the policy followed by his sons text 19 the blowing of this different conch shell became uproarious vibrating both in the sky and on the earth shattered the hearts of the sons of dhritarashtra when bhishma and others on the side of duryodhana blew their respective conch shell there was no heartbreaking on the part of pandavas such occurrences are not mentioned but in this particular verse it is mentioned that the hearts of sons of dhritarashtra were shattered by the sound vibrated by the pandavas party this is due to the pandavas and their confidence in lord krishna one who takes shelter of the supreme lord has nothing to fear even in the midst of greatest calamity text 20 at that time arjuna the son of pandu seated in the chariot bearing the flag marked with hanuman took up his bow and prepared to shoot his arrows o king after looking at the son of dhritarashtra drawn in military array arjuna then spoke to lord krishna this words the battle 
were just about to begin it is understood from the above statement that the son of kritarashtra were more or less disheartened by the unexpected arrangement of military force by the pandavas who were guided by the direct instructions of lord krishna on the battlefield the emblem of hanuman on the flag of arjuna is another sign of victory because hanuman is cooperated with lord rama in the battle between rama and ravana lord rama emerged victorious now both rama and hanuman represent the present on chariot of arjuna to help him lord krishna is rama himself whereas lord rama is his eternal servitor hanuman and his eternal consort sita the goddess of fortune are present therefore arjuna has no cause of fear any enemies whatsoever and after all the lord of senses lord krishna was personally present to give them direction thus all good counsel was available to arjuna in the matter of executing the battle in such auspicious conditions arranged by the lord for his eternal devotee lay the signs of a short victory text 21 and 22 are present in one single verse arjuna said o infallible one please draw my chariot between the two armies so that i may see those present here who desire to fight and with whom i must contend in this great trial of arms perfect although lord krishna is the supreme personality of godhead out of his character out of his causeless mercy he was engaged in this service of his friend he never fails in his affection for his devotees thus he is addressed herein as infallible as charioteer he had to carry out the orders of arjuna since he did not hesitate to do so he is the charioteer of his devotee his supreme position has not was not challenged in all circumstances he is the supreme personality of godhead rishikesha the lord of total senses the relationship between the lord and his servitor is very sweet and transcendental the servitor is always ready to render service to the lord and similarly the lord is always seeking an opportunity to render some service to the devotee he takes greater pleasure in his pure devotees assuming the advantageous position of ordering him when he does in being the giver of the orders since he is the master everyone is under his orders and no one is above him to order him but when he finds that a pure devotee is ordering him he obtains transcendental pleasure although he is the infallible master in all circumstances as a pure devotee of the lord 
Arjuna had no desire to fight with his own cousins and brothers but he was forced to come onto the battlefield by the obstinacy of Duryodhana who was never agreeable to any peaceful negotiation therefore he was very anxious to see who the leading persons present on the battlefield were although there was no question of peacemaking endeavor on the battlefield he wanted to see them again and to see how much they were bent upon demanding an unwanted war okay so we have come to an end of our podcast thank you for listening everyone thanks and i would really be very happy if i you will get any benefit from all this episodes that i'm going to thank you for listening so we'll come with another podcast thank you hello and welcome to the podcast of bhagavad gita five courses every day today we will start from text 17 now i would like to tell you that here in the bhagavad gita text 16 and 18 is given in one single verse so i'll read a line you have to listen it that line that verse will represent text 16 17 and 18 okay let us start king yudhishthira the son of kunti blew his conch shell the ananta vijaya nakula and sahadeva blew the sughosa and mani puspaka the great archer the king of kashi the great fighter shikhandi dhritarashtra dhritarashtra dumya dumya and brata the unconquerable satyaki drupada sons of draupadi and others o king such as the mighty arm son of subhadra all blew their respective conch shell parpat sanjaya informed king dhritarashtra very tactfully that his unwise policy of deceiving the sons of pandu and endeavoring to enthrone his own son on the seat of kingdom was not very laudable the signs already clearly indicate that the whole kuru dynasty would be killed in that great battle beginning with the dynasty beginning with the grandsire bhishma down to the grandsons like abhimanyu and others including kings from many states of the world all were present there and all were doomed the whole caste drop was due to the king dhritarashtra because he encouraged the policy followed by his sons hello and welcome to the podcast of bhagavad gita five verses every day today we will start from text 17 Now I would like to tell you that 
here in the Bhagavad Gita text 16 to 18 is given in one single verse so i'll read the line you have to listen it that line that verse will represent text 16 17 and 18 okay let us start king yudhishthira the son of kunti blew his conch shell Ananta Vijaya, Nakula, and Sahadeva blew the Subhosa, and Mani Puspaka, the great archer, the king of Kashi, the great fighter Shikhandi, the Dhritarashtra, Dhritarashtra Dunya, Dunya, and Virata, the unconquerable Satyaki, Drupada. sons of draupadi and others o king such as the mighty arm son of subhadra all blew their respective conch shell parpat sanjaya informed king dhritarashtra very tactfully that his unwise policy of deceiving the sons of pandu and endeavoring to enthrone his own son on the seat of kingdom was not very laudable the signs already clearly indicate that the whole kuru dynasty would be killed in that great battle beginning with the dynasty beginning with the grandsire bhishma down to the grandsons like abhimanyu and others including kings from many states of the world all were present there and all were doomed the whole caste drop was due to the king dhritarashtra because he encouraged the policy followed by his sons text 19 the blowing of this different conch shell became uproarious vibrating both in the sky and on the earth it shattered the hearts of the sons of Dhritarashtra when Bhishma and others on the side of Duryodhana blew their respective conch shell there was no heartbreaking on the part of Pandavas such occurrences are not mentioned but in this particular verse it is mentioned that the hearts of sons of Dhritarashtra were shattered by the sound vibrated by the Pandavas party this is due to the pandavas and their confidence in lord krishna one who takes shelter of the supreme lord has nothing to fear even in the midst of greatest calamity text 20 at that time arjuna the son of pandu seated in the chariot bearing the flag marked with hanuman took up his bow and prepared to shoot his arrows o king after looking at the son of dhritarashtra drawn in military array arjuna then spoke to lord krishna this words the b- battle was just about to begin it is understood from the above statement that the son of dhritarashtra were more or less disheartened by the unexpected arrangement of military force 
by the Pandavas, who were guided by the direct instructions of Lord Krishna on the battlefield. The emblem of Hanuman on the flag of Arjuna is another sign of victory because Hanuman is cooperated with Lord Rama in the battle between Rama and Ravana. Lord Rama emerged victorious. Now both Rama and Hanuman were present on the chariot of Arjuna to help him. Lord Krishna is Rama himself, whereas Lord Rama is his eternal servitor. Hanuman and his eternal consort Sita, the goddess of fortune, are present. Therefore, Arjuna has no cause of fear, any enemies whatsoever. And after all, the lord of senses, Lord Krishna, was personally present to give them direction. Thus, all good counsel was available to Arjuna in the matter of executing the battle. In such auspicious conditions arranged by the Lord for his eternal devotee lay the signs of assured victory. Text 21 and 22 are present in one single verse. Arjuna said, O infallible one, please draw my chariot between the two armies so that I may see those present here who desire to fight and with whom I must contend in this great trial of arms. Parpat, although Lord Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, out of his character, out of his causeless mercy, he was engaged in this service of his friend. He never fails in his affection for his devotees. Thus, he is addressed herein as infallible. As charioteer, he had to carry out the orders of Arjuna, since he did not hesitate to do so. He is the charioteer of his devotee. His supreme position has not, was not challenged in all circumstances. He is the supreme personality of Godhead. Rishikesha, the lord of total senses. The relationship between the lord and his servitor is very sweet and transcendental. The servitor is always ready to render service to the lord. And similarly, the lord is always seeking an opportunity to render some service to the devotee. He takes greater pleasure in his pure devotees assuming the advantageous position of ordering him than he does in being the giver of the orders. Since he is the master, everyone is under his orders and no one is above him to order him. But when he finds that a pure devotee is ordering him, he obtains transcendental pleasure, although he is the infallible master in all circumstances. As a pure devotee of the Lord, Arjuna had no desire to fight with his own cousins and brothers. But he was forced to come onto the battlefield by the obstinacy of Duryodhana, who was never agreeable to any peaceful negotiation. Therefore, 
he was very anxious to see who the leading persons present on the battlefield were although there was no question of peace making endeavor on the battlefield he wanted to see them again and to see how much they were bent upon demanding an unwanted war okay so we have come to an end of our podcast thank you for listening everyone thanks and i would really be very happy if i you know you will get any benefit from all this episodes that i'm making thank you for listening we will come with another podcast thank you hello and welcome to the podcast of bhagavad gita 5 verses every day today we will start from text 17 now i would like to tell you that here in the bhagavad gita text 18 is given in one single verse so i'll read the line you have to listen it that line that verse will represent text 16 17 and 18 okay let us start king yudhishthira the son of kunti blew his conch shell the ananta vijaya nakula and sahadeva blew the sughosa and mani pustaka the great archer the king of kashi the great fighter shikhandi dhritarashtra dhritarashtra dumya dumya and brata the unconquerable satyaki drupada sons of draupadi and others o king such as the mighty armed son of subhadra all blew their respective conch shell parpat sanjaya informed king dhritarashtra very tactfully that his unwise policy of deceiving the sons of pandu and endeavoring to enthrone his own son on the seat of kingdom was not very laudable the signs already clearly indicate that the whole kuru dynasty would be killed in that great battle beginning with the dynasty beginning with the grandsire bhishma down to the grandsons like abhimanyu and others including kings from many states of the world all were present there and all were doomed the whole caste drop was due to the king dhritarashtra because he encouraged the policy followed by his sons